High FM 101.9 megahertz of life. The Israel Report with Rolene Marks. We've just gone 18 minutes past five. Welcome to the Afternoon Overdrive on 101.9 Chai FM. At this point in time, uh, we welcome on board our correspondent from Israel, Rolene Marks. Rolene, good afternoon. Thanks for joining us. Good afternoon. A very, very difficult day here in, in Israel. Indeed, uh, Rolene. Israel in shock following its worst loss of competence in a day in its uh, war against Hamas. In this case, uh, we have the loss of 21 reservist soldiers. And I think it's very important that people understand that, that for us in Israel, as I said to you yesterday, mm-hmm. uh, this war is very, very real. It permeates every aspect of our lives here, whether it's fighting for the hostages, uh, and I really appeal to the South African community, please don't forget our hostages. Uh, I I don't see on WhatsApp groups and I don't see uh, around people talking about our hostages. If any country should be um, should be active uh, with a reminder about our hostages, it should be people in South Africa reminding your government that we have a situation where over 130 people, including one South African, is being held hostage. But this war is very, very personal to all of us. When we get news in the morning of fallen soldiers, it is agony. Uh, no matter how many soldiers have fallen. And this morning has been absolutely gut-wrenching. Our hearts have broken into 21 pieces. We had the confirmation earlier this morning that 10 had been killed and then a further 11. I've just got breaking uh, news now coming in from the, from the IDF. This is from uh, the Chief of Staff, Hertzi Halevi, who conducted a preliminary investigation at the scene of the buildings which collapsed because what we were told earlier today is that mm-hmm. 10 soldiers were killed when an RPG hit a tank that was protecting them. And then they had uh, laid mines to detonate two buildings which were terrorist infrastructure and the building collapsed uh, and, and killed further soldiers and our elite search and rescue along with Orkets, the incredible unit with their dogs, went in to, um, to bring back our fallen. But this has just come in uh, from, from the IDF. According to the investigation, the forces in the field prepared mines in the area near orchards in order to demolish houses near the border. At this point, a Hamas terrorist squad emerged from the orchards and fired RPG missiles at the buildings, which immediately collapsed as a result of the mines placed there. The force in the nearby tank detected the hit to the house, but the squad had time to fire another anti-tank missile at it, which caused the death of two more soldiers. The members of the squad, who apparently operated from a range of 10 meters, uh, managed to escape. Somber mood indeed, Rolene. The, the, the feeling you get in Israel at the moment, tell us what, what I mean, as Israel is really in shock at the moment. And uh, yes, it's worse. As I, as I introduced our uh, conversation, the worst loss of competence in a day. And we wish and pray that uh, this war would end. But certainly uh, just give us some, a feeling as to, you know, uh, on the ground, what, what, is the, what is the feeling in Israel right now? Very, very somber today. Broken hearted. Uh, Of course, we have seen funeral after funeral. 
very, very difficult for us. You know, um, mm. as I said to somebody over the weekend, that we are fighting a war on so many fronts. We are devastated on so many fronts here. We are mm. uh, fighting a war in Gaza. We have uh, a lot of tension on the border with Lebanon. Mm. We have the internal agony and trauma of what we endured on the 7th of October, which is why we keep talking about it and keep talking about it because it's important that the world doesn't forget. We have over 130 hostages held captive in the Gaza Strip. We know without a doubt, because today we've had uh, hostages that were released, give um, testimony to a Knesset committee, mm -hmm. saying not only are they touching our females, they are yep. also touching our male hostages, uh, excruciating for us. Uh, we also have growing issues of food security, as many of you know, we don't have uh, too many agricultural workers, so we are, are reliant on volunteers. And some days we have those uh, uh, fresh produce uh, shelves stocked in our supermarkets, and sometimes we don't. And it, it, it's very, very difficult. And what people need to understand, and, and we know that people are empathizing with us and, and feel sad, that living here and experiencing a war is very, very different to observing it from the outside. Rolene, uh, speaking of um, farming efforts and, you know, uh, keeping up with food supplies uh, during this time of war, I can, I can recall a story speaking of, uh, okay, there was one such incident of other international incidents, but Equatorial, Ecuadorian uh, farmers coming through to assist. Uh, are there, what is happening on the farming front in that sense? Uh, is, is any more assistance forthcoming from overseas? We are expecting about uh, 10,000 um, agricultural workers. This has been confirmed okay. uh, earlier this week, but you know we, we, we are waiting for them to, to arrive. But a huge, huge thank you to every single person, mm. uh, whether they have come from overseas or, it's, or here in Israel, that has um, gone down to those farms to pick fruits. I was in the south yesterday. Uh, I, I drove past many, many orchards where the trees are heavy with uh, clementinas and oranges and, and, and lemons. Those are the orchards I saw waiting to be picked. And then we have the situation in the north where we don't have people going to, to pick uh, fruit and vegetables. Uh, and this is having very, very real ramifications for Israelis. If I can share, share this with you, uh, Rolene, Carol says, my heart is aching for Rolene and Israel. And Etan Fine says, we South Africa stand by you, Israel and the hostages, just as I am listening now on Chai FM. Please send our condolences and support. I will spread the word of the hostages as you've put the word out there, Rolene. I think some very encouraging Please, words guys, from Etan and Carol. Don't forget our hostages. Sure. Don't Indeed. forget our hostages. I know everybody's looking at anti-Semitism around the world and it's horrific uh, and people are fighting issues on social media. Uh, and just as somebody who has been active on social media, you're not going to convince people who don't want to be convinced. What we need the world to know is that there are 130 plus people still held hostage. One of them is a one-year-old little boy. One of them is an 85-year-old man. Please don't let the world forget. 
Of course, we will not forget in our prayers, God, that this war ends as soon as possible. Rolene, of course, we will not forget the hostages. And on a humanitarian basis, we're looking at also 10,000 humanitarian trucks have gone into Gaza. Please update us on this. So we had it confirmed yesterday from Mm -hmm. the uh, Public Diplomacy Directorate that as of yesterday, 10,000 humanitarian trucks had gone in. So today would be over 10,000 humanitarian aid trucks. Now, it's very, very important, especially as South Africa makes all kinds of accusations against Israel at the ICJ. Israel is acting within the laws of armed conflict and is making sure, making sure that those trucks go in. We opened Kerem Shalom crossing. I was very close to it yesterday. Those trucks are going in. The problem is what happens when they're in Gaza and uh, Hamas terrorists get hold of them. This is a problem that has been well documented by the international media. We're hearing horror stories. Young girls having to use scraps of of fabric for for feminine protection, uh, people starving. This shouldn't be the case. Uh, A shortage of medicine. This shouldn't be the case. We have field hospitals. We have floating hospitals. We have airdrops. Why is that aid not getting to civilians in Gaza? And there is only one entity responsible for that. Not to mention that they are charging exorbitant amounts of money to civilians for aid. The aid is not there to be sold. The aid is there to be given to those civilians who desperately need it so that we can mitigate a shattering humanitarian Mm. situation. Roland, one would think that these humanitarian trucks, uh, don't they fall under the auspices of the United Nations? Are they not also monitoring what's going on here? The United Nations very quick to criticize Israel. Uh, Haven't they got any authority Uh, uh, to prevent Hamas from doing from what you've just mentioned? Well, funny you should mention it, that there's an excellent expose in the Daily Mail in the UK today about uh, how is this war going to end uh, where you have uh, United Nations schools fostering hate. And it brings mm-hmm. up the, the all these kinds of, of, of issues. And yes, we have seen that evidence of those uh, United Nations warehouses full of the humanitarian aid, and it's not getting out. We saw very early on in the war, people in Gaza, uh, you know, trying to um, uh, break into, trying to, to force themselves into those warehouses so that they can get access to that aid, which is earmarked for them. Mm-hmm. It's, for, it's not for the United Nations. That that aid is it's essential that it gets to the people of Gaza who need it the most. And it also the same applied to just very quickly medical supplies, which are supposed to reach uh, those in need, including hostages. Critical medical supplies. Mm. Now, we still don't know the situation with uh, medicine for our hostages. What we do know is that Hamas has rejected a, an Israeli proposed ceasefire. But uh, as the government spokesperson, Elon Levy, said a short while ago, Israel will not accept any kind of uh, uh, ceasefire that, involve, that, that doesn't involve the release of our hostages. And... Uh, 
uh, involves Hamas staying in power. That's not going to be accepted. Uh, Israel has made our goals of this war very clear. Mm -hmm. The absolute and unconditional release of our hostages, as well as to dismantle Hamas. Raleen, before we sign off, I've got to to read out this message to you from Eitan. Eitan is saying, are there any volunteer programs for South Africans to come and help? If there are problems for us in the Randy's week to come and stay there, if there are areas, are there any assistance for us to come and help that question from Eitan Eitan I think that is absolutely lovely of you I think be in touch with uh, organizations like Feed Israel you can find their details online Uh, be in touch with uh, the Jewish agency with your local Zionist organizations Uh, they have solidarity trips coming please be in touch with them and we would love to have you here in Israel Uh, visits from people does a lot for our morale and of course uh, to help our farmers Roland, we're going to have to leave it there. Thank you so much for joining us this afternoon to bring us the latest on what's happening in Israel. Eitan, I hope uh, Roland's answer to your question answers everything that you want to or intend doing. Roland Marks, our correspondent from Israel, bringing us the latest on what's happening in Israel today and the somber mood we find Israel in following the worst loss of combatants in a day in its war against Hamas.